The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem asking, Where is the child who has been born King of the Jews? For we observed his star at its rising and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened and all Jerusalem with him. And calling together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for so it has been written by the prophet, And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the wise men and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. Then he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word so that I may also go and pay him homage. When they had heard the king, they set out, and there ahead of them went the star that they had seen at its rising until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary his mother, and they knelt down and paid him homage. Then, opening their treasure chests, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. The Gospel of the Lord. If you've made any New Year's resolutions... This year, and have managed to keep them so far, your year is off to a good start. Now, we reflected on resolutions last year to some depth, but didn't explore what motivates us to make resolutions. Of course, the resolutions we make can take many different forms, but what motivates us to make resolutions is our search for happiness. Knowing that our quest for happiness tomorrow begins with how we live today, we make resolutions because we want to be happy. We wished others a happy new year because we want others to be happy. At the end of 2024, we want to look back and say it was a happy time. Our desire for happiness motivates many of the choices we make, both good and the not-so-good. Knowing that good health is required for happiness, someone might choose to go to the gym each day. Wanting to be happy, a husband might choose to pick up flowers on his way home if he knows he's messed up or said the wrong thing. We often make choices we believe will make us happy or will make our kids happy or because God wants us to be happy. 
Except that last one isn't exactly right. A search through the Bible reveals how God wants many things for us and from us, but happiness isn't one of those things. We close off the Christmas season with today's Feast of the Epiphany, a celebration of the moment when the wise men met their newborn king and savior after leaving their homeland for a long search. Now, we don't know a whole lot about the wise men, but can figure a few things out. The fact that they could take the time needed to travel and search for a a child in a foreign land reveals how they might have had a little extra leisure time. They really had no way of knowing how long it would take to find this unknown king. Based on the gifts they brought, we can guess that the wise men were most likely very well off. When someone can give gold as a gift, they probably live comfortably. The wise men may have enjoyed many luxuries and have had every reason to be happy. They could have stayed home and sent messengers to seek out the newborn king and deliver their gifts on their behalf. But that's not what they did. It seems they wanted something more than the comforts of home and luxury. And so, wanting more, they set out in search of a savior. Discontent, being unsatisfied and wanting more, is often seen as a bad thing because it's uncomfortable. It's possible to have all kinds of things, access to the best entertainment, great health, security, wonderful relationships, and still be unsatisfied. That's an uncomfortable place to be in, and people go to great lengths to overcome that feeling. But discontent can be a good thing, especially when it's allowed to motivate us to become better or to come closer to God. I think that's exactly what happened with the wise men. Their discontent led them on a search for something much greater than the happiness of a comfortable home. Their discontent led them to find God, and when they found him, they weren't just satisfied or happy. No, we're told they were overwhelmed with joy. There's three kinds of well-being we might experience. The first one is pleasure. There are things that appeal to our different senses and feel good. God created pleasure, and it helps us to enjoy the other things he's created. Maybe over the last couple of weeks you got to enjoy a feast of your favorite foods, or you enjoyed a little more chocolate than usual. These things bring us pleasure, but only until they're gone, until we're hungry again, or begin to crave more sweets. Worse still, indulging in pleasures can leave us unhappy when we maybe have to open the belt up, the belt up a notch. Another kind of well-being is happiness. While pleasure comes through the senses, happiness comes through the mind. So it's possible to be happy and in pain at the same time. Happiness includes experiences like gratitude and belonging, excitement and optimism. Over the last couple of weeks, maybe you were happy as you laughed and spent time with loved ones, experiencing their love and support. Hopefully it was wonderful. But like pleasure, those happy moments also came to an end 
And now we all have to return to school or to work or to paying bills. Pleasure and happiness are good, and there's plenty of opportunity in this world to find those, but they have limits. Pleasure and happiness eventually end. That's not what God ultimately wants for us. He never settles for temporary things. His plan is for us to be like those wise men, to be overwhelmed with joy for eternity. This is the third kind of well-being, joy. While pleasure comes through our senses and happiness through the mind, joy comes through the soul. And because our souls are made for eternity, even with unfettered access to pleasure and happiness, we will always remain unsatisfied until we find joy. We're made for joy. We need joy. But there is a catch with joy. Pleasure and happiness can be bought and made. Invest in entertainment or go admire the beauty of creation and you'll find pleasure. Build deep relationships or join a club and you might find happiness. We can give pleasure and happiness to ourselves and to others, but joy is different. Joy can't be bought or made, nor can someone give joy to another. Through the search of the wise men, we discover that true joy is found only in God. The wise men found it. King Herod, filled with fear, did not. Maybe some here have made resolutions that will bring more pleasure. Perhaps others have made resolutions they hope will bring happiness. I hope that for you, too. This year, though, be like the wise men. Don't search just for happiness or for pleasure. Be sure this year to search also for joy. Over the next few weeks, we're going to explore how we might search for and open our hearts to receive God's gift of joy. Our search may call for sacrifice and the challenge of surrendering some of the pleasure and happiness that we experience here to find that joy. But we pray that by following the example of the wise men, we too would encounter our Savior and be overwhelmed with joy. Maker of the stars, as you guided the wise men to your Son, we beg you to open our hearts to the promptings of your Spirit. Inspire us to never settle for happiness or pleasure, but seek always to be overwhelmed with your joy. This year, may we discover your love as revealed through our Savior, in whose name we offer these prayers. Amen. <laughs>